How fun to have this crew in the studio this morning. And I also want to welcome everyone to Prairie Doc Radio. And this is a program of the Healing Words Foundation of 501c3, founded by Dr. Rick Holm. We have a special show this week as we are celebrating the 20th season of our television program On Call with the Prairie Doc. Joining us in the studio today is Dr. Andrew Ellsworth. Dr. Ellsworth's specialty is family medicine. He works with the Avera Medical Group Brookings and volunteers as part of the Prairie Doc team of physicians. Good morning, Dr. Ellsworth. Good morning, Laura. And as we celebrate and reflect on the Prairie Doc programs, we are also so happy to have longtime Prairie Doc radio host Joan Hogan joining us today. Well, it's, a, it's my pleasure to be here. I was so thrilled when you called. It really yes. was. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. We are so happy to have you. So, Joan, tell, tell all of us, how are you? We're just doing fine. We're telling Bob we, uh, we still have 15 grandchildren and... We have two of our children living in Brookings now, which was a big change for the past year. Our youngest daughter just moved back, so we're happy to have she and her family here. I should mention her husband is your new city engineer. Ah, yes. yes. So that's what brought him back. Oh, the wonderful. The city engineer retired, and for the past 10 to 15 years, every time any engineering job opens yes. in, in Brookings, my husband and my son, Tim, both immediately email or text it to our son-in-law, Charlie. Yes. And he said, uh-huh, uh-huh, I live in Boston. No, I'm not. And then COVID right. hit. Mm-hmm. And our, after two years of COVID, not seeing family, trying to buy a new home in Boston when the prices were astronomical. Yes. Was, everything caught up, and the city engineer decided to retire. And we sent that to Charlie, and Charlie said, you know, I think I might apply. Oh, so how we, we wonderful have to have more family yes, close by. Yes, we have by. So all in all, things are going well. We were fortunate every year to get to Florida, and we were very happy to be there this year. The only problem is whenever we come back, it's mm-hmm. spring. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What happened this year? I like to blame Bob because he gives us the weather. So it's all Bob. <laughs> he doesn't have a mic to defend himself. Yeah. Yes, yes. So that's what's going on in my life. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're bringing some of that sunshine and warmth with you. I'd it looks, like to think so. It looks like it's going to be a little better today yeah, and moving does. forward. So hopefully that is the case. Well, we are excited for our radio program today, and we're going to spend quite a bit of time reminiscing on our um, past 20 seasons of the television program specifically, but uh, more in general, just about Prairie Doc. So if you have questions or comments you want to call in, um, of course, we're always here to answer your medical questions as well with Dr. Andrew Ellsworth here. So we're going to go to our first break, and you can give us a call at 605 692 And we will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Hospice is medical care designed to maximize comfort and quality of life for patients facing terminal illnesses. Hospice provides pain management, emotional support, help with family care, and spiritual care to the patient and their family when a cure is not possible. Brookings Health System 
employs a caring team of professionals and volunteers sensitive to the changing needs of patients and family members during this difficult time. To find out more about hospice in the Brookings, South Dakota area, call 696-9000 or talk with your primary care provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Dock Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and with us today, we have our longtime Prairie Dock Radio host, Joan Hogan, and Prairie Dock physician, Andrew Ellsworth, here to answer our medical questions. If you have a question or a comment you want to share with us today, you can give us a call at 605-692-1430. This week, we are celebrating our television show's 20th season of providing truthful, tested, and timely medical information. Uh, So we are reflecting on that today and throughout the week, as we've kind of been doing throughout the season. But uh, specifically today and this week on our television program, we have some very special things planned. Joan, I know that you worked with Dr. Holm for quite a few years on the radio, even before the television show was made. What was it like to be part of those early days as the television show was just being born? It was really fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was on my second career when I talked to Rick. I had had shoe stores in Brookings, sold them, and went back to college, thought I should get a degree before my fifth one graduated, Mm -hmm. and I did. And then I was asked to teach at the university. So I taught there for a few years in communication studies, surprise, surprise. Ran into Rick, and he said, you know, I really want a TV show, Joan. And, you know, you're in communications. You could do this. You know what Rick was like. Yes. And I said, well, let me check into it, Dr. Holm. I have nothing else to do. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'll look into it. So I came back to him and I said, you know, Rick, I could get a TV, I could get a radio show put together in, like, weeks. Yes. TV show could take a year. Well, let's start with radio then, you know, because he had been doing radio like once a month he'd stop in and talk to Bert Getz. The mm-hmm. problem was Bert all, only wanted to talk about the cost of medicine and how much it was costing him. Mm. And I knew that there was a lot more to Dr. Holm than answering Bert Getz's somewhat what Bob's here laughing. <laughs> yeah. How can we describe Bert? God love him. Okay. Frugal. <laughs> frugal. Frugal would be a good description. So we of course turned it into a weekly program, but he wouldn't let up on T V. And mm-hmm. so I looked into that, and Jay Van Duke had a uh, an independent television production company. So uh-huh. he actually put together with Jay and Rick, and of course Rick could get doctors to come because they trusted him. Many doctors, Andrew could probably answer to this, are not going to go on television or radio for fear that they'll be hung out to dry. Mm -hmm. But if you have someone like Rick Holm or Andrew Ellsworth asking you. Or Laura Ellsworth. Or Laura. (laughs) Then you'll go on because you trust these people. Mm -hmm. So we put together a five-program package independently produced by TV production. The problem is then how do you get an independent production on television? Mm -hmm. It's impossible. We finally got public TV to run it like 10.30 on a Sunday night was ridiculous. And I finally said, Rick, that's it. You can't do any more of these. Nobody can hear it or see it, you know. So we didn't do it for a couple of years. Okay. And he just it kept bugging him and bugging him. Uh-huh. By then I was teaching at Communication Studies, and I went to Lori Haletta, who was head of Communication Studies at the time, and I said, Lori, he will not let up on this. I don't know what to do. She said, go to Ag Communications. I said, um... He's not a farmer. She said, no, no, Ag, Ag, Communications, Ag Communications does more yeah. than that. 
So I went and talked to, again, I was trying to look up names today. I can't think who was head of ag at that time, mm. but whoever was, mm -hmm. his eyes just lit up when I came in. Mm -hmm. He was so excited. They had a young woman working for them who was just getting her master's, and they didn't want to lose her. Her name was uh, Lindsay Myers. Mm -hmm. They simply could not lose Lindsay. They didn't know what to do with her. They wanted a new show. They had no format, no idea. And in walks Joan Hogan with the suggestion of Rick Holmes. Oh, so the timing, everything I, th I think, Lindsay Myers, I think Lori Haletta, yes. Rick Holmes, never let up. You know, I probably would have never bothered with it if he just, he was determined to be on television. Yes. Because it was being produced by South Dakota Public TV, then you get decent program. You know, you get yes. decent time, and uh, they appreciate it. Airtime, right. Airtime. Air you got to get that message the out there. In the world. So yeah. it really worked out well. To give you an idea of how confident Lindsay Myers is, she's now vice president of public relations for Avera Health. Lindsay did okay. So she was the co-host and produced, put the whole program together with Lowell Haig, who I mentioned earlier, and the two of them and Dr. Holm just flew. I really have to give credit to Joni because Joni Holm really went to work full-time there. I mean, you wouldn't say full-time, but I'll bet it was more than full-time mm -hmm. with her. So with Joni and Rick and Lindsay Myers as the host, and uh, it just it just took off. So it was really good. It was fun to see it happen. Absolutely. We do hear from many of those individuals during the TV show for tomorrow. Oh, you do? But uh, I'm so glad I got to hear from you as well right now. I, d I didn't realize how you were so involved in the television show there. Well, just, so. well, then, you know, they asked me, and I said, you know what? I don't need a full-time job. I mean, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> then I was old. I'm really old now. But I said, I, you know, I just want to put it together. I don't know television at all. I know about what happens. And uh, they were very happy. They had a producer whose name won't come to me either. I can't think of his name. He was, he was there at the university. I tried to look up his name, couldn't find it. But interestingly, I mentioned Jay Van Duke earlier, the first few years, and I can't tell you how many years, this other producer was producing it. He left South Dakota State, and guess who got hired? Jay Van Duke. Sure. So all of a sudden, yeah. he's back producing Rick Holmes' program. So it was kind of come around for Jay. He did the very first five episodes that never got very good airing. And then uh, whenever this producer left South Dakota Public TV, uh, they hired Jay Van Duke. So yeah. he started doing the show then. So he's been with Rick really from the beginning as well. Yeah. I have to give a shout out here, Joan. We had a listener calling in saying, it's great to hear your voice again. Well, how nice. So. Thank you so much. It's just great to be here. Yeah. Really so. fun. We love hearing from our listeners with comments or questions uh, this morning. If you want to call in 605 692 Joan, as we reflect back, and you've kind of touched on this already, but what were some of the biggest struggles with getting the television show up and running? I think just getting the airtime. We discovered that the first episodes that we did with Jay and his independent production company, you can't get airtime, mm -hmm. and you want to get airtime. But Even then, though you had this package it was a great show package. ready to just offer somebody the top getting that physicians airtime. in South Dakota. We had the mm -hmm. top heart specialist, the guy who brought heart surgery to to, to uh, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. I don't. They were just phenomenal programs, and they yeah. just didn't get aired. So yes. we realized, you know, you just can't want to say I I can do a show without the backing of something important like public TV. So without public TV accepting it, you know, that made a huge difference. And then 
And then the production staff really did well. And, of course, the biggest work was always Rick. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he maintained a practice and was so beloved by his patients. You know he did not ignore his patients. He did not. He did that. He did the radio show. He did the TV show. He was involved in national national groups, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can help me. Medical groups and medical associations. And the man never stopped. Mm -hmm. He's just, he was amazing. So I think most of the heartache and the problems were probably held by him, but somehow he pulled it together. I do remember when public TV left Brookings, it was at SDSU, and they changed and moved it to USD. Okay. When that happened, they said, well, we'll probably drop the show. Mm. There's no way Rick was going to let that show drop. Mm -hmm. So what does he do? He and Joni invite President David Sheequin and his wife Marcia to dinner. Mm. (laughs) And (laughs) Sheequin was president of the university at that time. And he just sat down with them and explained the importance to this university of continuing. And that's what they did. So it was always Rick who solved the problems. And I'm not in their household, so I don't know how much was Rick and how much was Joni. I think it was both of them. You know, it's just amazing what they did to just continue the program and make sure it really went well. Yeah. Rick had such a way to just make things happen. He just could see what he wanted, thought should happen, and stated it and he would believe in you right he would just say i think you can do this let's do this uh i think we've all you're not sure you can but (laughs) he's told you you can he's told you you can so uh it just makes you feel like okay well then that's what we'll have to do right right. and he you know underneath it all a lot some people say oh he just wanted the notoriety or the popularity that wasn't it right he was really concerned about having fact-based medicine presented to people in an enjoyable manner you mm-hmm. know he just he wanted to get the word out there were some tv shows then that were just ridiculous you know and and ads on radio and television telling you silly things about medicine that wasn't true he was upset by that and mm-hmm. he knew the only way to reach people was in media that they would understand and he added the media now is also newspaper so he has the newspaper he has the television he has the radio it's just amazing how it grew Absolutely. Looking back at those early days and to where the television program is today, do you think the program is consistent to what you and Rick and others had been hoping it would look like? I think it's even better. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I, I've just seen the change and the improvements over the years. It's just, it's remarkable. It's like this radio program. Didn't you notice, Bob, once Laura came, how it changed and enhanced and got better? So. They just kept getting better and better. It is fun um, being part my little part of the Prairie Doc team, how many people care about this program. You know, we have a lot of different um, producers and volunteers and doctors involved in making this all happen. And I think everyone coming together with their little parts have helped carry it forward. Um, And it takes all of us to do, as you said, what Rick um, really was doing. (laughs) I know I got a kick. Well, I didn't get a kick out of it, but after after Dr. Holm passed away, and four doctors in Brookings had agreed to take on the role, they would do it once a month. Right. And then they'd think, oh my heavens, this man did it every week. Yes. <laughs> they were overwhelmed. Yeah. You can yes. answer that. What did you think, exactly. Andrew, when, yes. you, when you first did it? We were we talked about that on the show some, too. Uh, we just can't un- believe it. I mean, it, right now, I like there's the workup and the writing the essay and planning the gas and doing the show. And then I get to have a little break 
for a few days or a week and then I got to start working on the next show. Well, he had to do that all the time for every week. So I don't know it how never, that happened. And I don't either. And you know how his patients loved him. I mean, the guy oh, yeah. was phenomenal. So they, they sometimes had to wait an hour or more. <laughs> <laughs> but they did because they got Rick home with right. right. Yeah. right. So. Absolutely. Well, it's time for us to go to our next break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio this morning as we take some time to reflect on our 20th television season. Uh, it's so fun to have Joan Hogan here and Andrew here with us this morning. And I know we have some questions, some medical-related questions as well that we'll dive into as we return from our break. If you have a comment or question, give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. We are living in a stressful time as we deal with the global pandemic. The following are some tips to help your emotional health. Fuel your body by eating a healthy, well-balanced diet and drinking plenty of water. Aim to get seven to eight hours of sleep each night. Exercise every day. Take deep breaths and stretch often. Avoid risky or destructive behaviors such as abusing alcohol or drugs, excessive gambling, or ignoring public health recommendations. Spend time outside, such as going for a walk in a park, but follow social distancing guidelines. If you feel overwhelmed by the emotional pressures, reach out to family, friends, or your medical provider. This tip is brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and with us today, we have our longtime Prairie Doc Radio host, Joan Hogan, and Prairie Doc physician, Andrew Ellsworth, is here. And we are reflecting on our 20 seasons of our Prairie Doc television program. If you have a question or comment, give us a call at 605-692-1430. Joan had been sharing the story about getting the program going and working with different people up at SDSU. We got a name. We got a help yes. help call. Tell us Whoever about this, Whoever called Joan. in, thank you so much. <laughs> I was trying to come up with the name Emery Cheddar. Emery Cheddar was the first producer of the TV program, and he worked for the university. And after, I don't know how many years, three or four years, he and his wife then moved. I, not sure where, but yeah. uh, that's when Jay Vendu came in. All so. right. So thanks for that helpful right. tip from our listeners. We do have a couple medical questions. We are a medical show, so we definitely want to dive into those. Um, Dr. Ellsworth, do you need more than one shingle shot, and how does that work? Yeah, there's a, a newer shingle shot that came out a couple of years ago called Shingrix, and it's uh, in the upper 90s percent uh, effectiveness. Um and so you get one and then you get another one two to six months later. So if you had the older shingle shot five years ago or more, um, it, they do recommend getting the new shot. The old one was about 70% effective, but would wane and decrease its effectiveness over time. So the second one, it, it works better. You know, if it's been over six months, you can still get the second one. But ideally, they recommend getting it within two to six months. Okay. This is an interesting question as well that um, someone dropped off. We have a 85-year-old woman. Um, she had COVID shots February 4th and March 4th of 2021. And on March 7th, got a bad case of shingles. Sounds like she did not have a shot for that. Um, 
and then received her first booster in November for, and COVID. It, for COVID and has had some eczema for the for two years now on her upper body. So her question is, um, can she receive a second booster and a shingle shot? If so, how far apart? The short answer is yes, she can now at the same time. Okay. Um, I might recommend getting them separately just because um, both of them, COVID shots and shingle shots are ones that can sometimes make people feel sick afterwards or achy mm-hmm. or anything. And so I'd probably separate them. Um, the, the, the second booster then, so it would be the fourth COVID shot would be after at least four months after your first booster. So she, that's been over four months for her now. So she could get that now. And then the shingle shot, she can get any time. The shingle shot is recommended for everyone age 50 and above even if you've had shingles before. Okay, so even if you've had shingles, it's still a good idea to be vaccinated for it. Yep, so okay. I might separate those if I were, you know, maybe by a month or something. If you have that flexibility and it's yeah. not that big of a deal for you to get in and out for a, um, the vaccine, that might be beneficial. Yep. Okay, yep. sounds good. You have something you want to add to that? I, I would I add that, you know, there's some individuals out there saying, you know, I'm not too sold on wanting a, another booster already yet. And for those individuals, I'm saying, well, that's okay, but why don't you get one like in August? Mm-hmm. Um, that way we can boost your immunity before the fall because I would imagine there'll be some sort of fall wave or a new variant by then or something um, where we've seen one in the kind of the early fall uh, each of the last couple of years of COVID. So maybe... Uh, maybe August would be good. But we definitely are still seeing COVID cases right now, too, though. So Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that info. So this week, we are celebrating our television show's 20th season of providing truthful, tested, and timely medical information. Uh, please be sure to tune in to South Dakota Public Broadcasting Television for On Call at the Prairie Dock this Thursday, tomorrow night, May 5th, at 7 p.m. Central for our special television show. Dr. Ellsworth, tell us what we might expect on tomorrow night's show. Uh, we've got all four Prairie Docs. We've got several individuals that will be shown involved, that have been involved in the show currently or in the past, um, and we, in, including looking at some of the behind-the-scenes people, like mm-hmm. Lowell Hague, Oh, good. Like I'm so glad. And Joni Hogan. Uh, I mean, jo- you're Joan Hogan. <laughs> Joni <laughs> Holm. You know, his mother was Joni Oh, the man okay. was surrounded by Tony. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then as well as several patients uh, kind of giving some of their testimonials or how uh, the show has helped them. Uh, and so it's a nice smattering of, of things. It, there's a lot of editing involved. Some people, uh, Lowell and, and, and Ginger, uh, they put a lot of work into this show and, and, and stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing the end result. Because I've done my parts, but I don't really haven't seen the whole thing together yet. So, you know, mentioning Ginger, we mentioned um, her husband Jay Van Duke, but Ginger practically from the beginning, she didn't get strongly involved in the TV. I don't know if she well, she wasn't there in the beginning because Emery Cheddar was. But when when uh, Jay took over, then I think Ginger started having more of a role in the program too, and she has been another unsung hero. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of good. And, you know, you were asking me some of the problems that they've had that may have occurred. Mm-hmm. One of the problems was fundraising. Mm-hmm. Rick was very good at reaching out to the different medical associations. If you look at the credits at the end of the show, you see one medical association after another. The reason they've maintained that is uh, Rick finally hired someone to be overseeing 
this outreach, and guess who he hired? Laura Ellsworth. Uh -huh. yeah. And yeah. Laura Ellsworth is overseeing making sure we're getting that money. But what I found interesting was uh, the, we had all these national and regional medical associations, but you had the two major banks in Brookings, both Dakota Bank and First Bank, Fishbacks and First mm -hmm. Bank, and you had uh, Larson Manufacturing and Swiftel. Mm -hmm. So you had locals, too, who recognized the value of this and mm -hmm. have continued to contribute to it. So it's... Uh, Raising the funds is not the easiest thing, and that's another thing Rick did on his own. <laughs> he right. just went out and reached out to him. Yes. So I think it's uh, enhancing that you're, you're doing that now and adding to it, Laura. Yeah, that's an excellent point, Joan, that that funding is so important. Our Rick did everything as a volunteer, um, and our Prairie Docs volunteer their time. And all of our physician guests all volunteer their time. So there is a lot of donated time that goes into making these programs. But it, we also do pay some individuals uh, for their work, including our producers and the people doing all the editing and all of that. So uh, and to use the studio up at Jaeger Media Center, uh, to be on the air on the radio. So all of those things do have um, financial needs. Uh, so we are so grateful to those businesses and organizations and to the hundreds of individuals who also make donations to the Healing Words Foundation. You know, we get donations anywhere from $10 with a, with a note saying thank you for your program to thousands of dollars. And all of that comes together to help financially support the mission of the Healing Words Foundation and the Prairie Doc program. So thanks for mentioning that. And it, yes, it definitely takes all those business leaders and individuals who um, see this value and in investing in it uh, to make these programs happen. Uh, Dr. Ellsworth, anything else you want to mention as you um, about the show that you want to tell us about t for tuning in tomorrow night? Joan, you mentioned how it expanded with the newspaper column, which I don't know if we mentioned that today yet, how it's now in seven states, over 150 newspapers and growing. And if you know of a newspaper you want to get it in, let us know. Let them know. <laughs> yes. um, and also we've got the, the podcast now, the podcast of the TV show, which does work. Yes. I, I'll listen to that sometimes while I'm uh, mowing or uh, doing some chores or whatever. Uh, and that works. And, and uh, a podcast of the radio show, which definitely, of course, works, too. Which Joan was really instrumental in making happen. Uh, I'm so impressed, Joan, <laughs> that she kind of figured out, how do we do this? And Actually, I don't figure out. I find out who can. Yes. And you would believe a senior in high school helped me put that podcast oh, together? Oh, yes. Again, names. Oh, my goodness. I'm so, if his mother's listening, please <laughs> accept my apology. <laughs> He's a brilliant young man. He's yes. probably a sophomore or maybe a sophomore in college by now. But he just put the thing together, and I just smiled and said, oh, good, I'll look smart now. And yeah. that's, you get smart people to help you, and you can look good. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, the, the television now as a podcast is a nice um, option for people who miss the Thursday night broadcast on SDPB. They can just listen to the show and um, gain a lot. Uh, very rarely do I listen and wish, oh, my God, I just got to go watch and see that part that I missed. But um, it works really well just to listen and get that information if there's a topic that you want to learn more about that you missed. And they could go to YouTube or prairiedoc.org to watch. Yes. Or Facebook, I suppose, too, to, yes. to watch previous shows as well. Yes. The entire Prairie Doc Library is available at prairiedoc.org. Well, it's time for us to go to our final break. We thank you for listening this morning and we will return 
following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Did you know that someone in the United States has a heart attack every 40 seconds? A heart attack happens when a part of the heart muscle doesn't get enough blood. You might hear a heart attack called an MI, or myocardial infarction. The more time that passes without treatment to restore blood flow, the greater the damage to the heart muscle. If you have pain in your chest, call for help. This message is brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and with us today, we have our longtime Prairie Doc Radio host, Joan Hogan, and Prairie Doc physician, Andrew Ellsworth, here to answer our questions. If you have a question or comment, we have a few minutes left. You can give us a call at 605 692 1430. This week we're reflecting and celebrating our 20th season of our television program. Uh, We are going to have a special television show on SDPB tomorrow night at 7 p.m. as we celebrate. I really feel like taking the time this year to look back and reflect on these past 20 seasons of the television program has really rooted us and grounded us for moving into the future. Andrew, as we look ahead, what's your vision for the future of Prairie Doc programs? You know, I'm sure it will continue to evolve and and change, as all things do. But it is great how um, the team had this vision and and set things up to allow all that to happen Mm -hmm. and for things to continue. There is a whole board, an executive director, and... um, you know, all these team members. And there's going to be some people transitioning in and out and phasing out that have been instrumental for many, many years. But hopefully this, it looks like the structure's in place to help make that happen. And, uh, and you know, do we need to do more to, to promote the, the podcasts and to reach wider audiences? Yes. But, you know, our main audience is going to continue to be South Dakota for sure. Um, but But there's no reason we can't help people in rural areas in other states as well mm-hmm. and uh, because you know the uh, the need for health care and the need for honest uh, medical information rooted in fact and 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 just down-to-earth honest advice without us trying to push various supplements or whatever else is gonna always be that need is always going to be there mm-hmm. so um i i definitely see this continuing All right. you know we always kid that he never pushed anything Early on, he pushed fiber one. He said, you know, if you're constipated. <laughs> so I thought, well, this is a great idea. Go to the store. They're out of fiber one. Oh. So there were two grocery stores then. And yes. we, uh, that's another story. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I go this? to the other grocery store. They're out of fiber one. Yeah. I went the next week. They got it in. Yes. He said, we got it in. There's one box left. I said, what? <laughs> that gives you an idea of the power of that man. Everybody was constipated listening Bought Fiber One. Got that Fiber One. What was one. the name yeah. of the cereal that he was going to make? Oh, I can't something, recall now. Something Go and Blow. Or oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that. that and uh, Flaxseed. Yeah. yeah, those two things. But Fiber One, it was so funny. Every, every Both grocery stores in town kept running out of Fiber One, and they finally started stocking more to take care of all of Dr. Holmes' listeners who wanted to know get their fiber one absolutely i want to thank this uh, another caller says they're a longtime listener and viewer of the tv show wants to say thank you so much 
So oh, that's we know great. there are a thank lot you. of listeners out there um, that appreciate that. And we thank you for taking the time to um, send that message in for us. Well, this has been so fun. The half hour has flown past. Joan, thank you for coming in. Is there anything else you wanted to say that you didn't I get a chance to say? I definitely want to say I can't wait to watch the show tomorrow night. And yes. I hope all of you listeners agree. Either watch it or podcast it or whatever you do. Yes. Bob and I are too old to do this podcast, yeah. right? We just we just watch it yes. live. Yes. But it'll be a show that's worth watching. There's a lot of fun old clips, too, by okay. the way. Some bloopers and, and yeah. well, some Thursday good, night, good South times. Dakota Public TV, 7 o'clock, right? That's right. Absolutely. Well, before we go, please do be sure to tune in for our show 7 p.m. on South Dakota Public Broadcasting. This Thursday, May 5th, will be a very special program as Prairie Doc host Andrew Ellsworth is joined by Prairie Doc's Kelly Evans Hullinger, Jill Cruz, and Deb Johnston to reflect on 20 seasons of the Prairie Doc TV program. So tune in tomorrow night on SDPB television or look for this episode on the Prairie Doc YouTube channel or Facebook page. We hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program and will listen again for Prairie Doc on KBRK brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Please follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. Visit www.prairiedoc.org and look for Prairie Doc wherever you find your podcast. My thanks to Dr. Andrew Ellsworth and Joan Hogan for joining us today. Joan, let's give you the honor of signing off today. As Dr. Holm would say, stay healthy out there, people.